Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for deciding to make us a part of your day. We have a very exciting show lined up here for you. We are talking Taken star Liam Neeson's Angry Side, The Browns signing Kareem Hunt, and lots of other exciting things next on another episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. We were almost quiet through the dancing. I know. Someone's it's not my fault. Someone snorted. <laughs> I can't help it. All right. We will you, sniff. We'll sniff out this snorter. You made before it before the day is through. You made it too entertaining. All right. Sorry. That was great. That's what I do. That's what I do. Of course, I always sound out of breath after the music break. Because <laughs> I was going so hard. All right. So, no easy way to transition into this, but <laughs> Liam Neeson. So there's been a lot of reports out there about um, Liam Neeson, you know, who's Qui-Gon Jinn. He's a leader in the Taken series, and he said something while promoting a new movie, because I guess the movie has something to do about the main character having some form of revenge, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so they asked him about that, and uh, Morgan, you were, you were on the streets, you were on the beat, you were doing the investigative journalism. Indeed. So why don't you give us the, uh, the rundown on this, what he said and what, um, what happened. Well, it it first came it it came in an interview that he was doing for for his movie, and he tells a story about how a friend of his was raped, and he he explains that uh, his immediate reaction was you know who did it, what did they look like, and you know she explained to him that it was a black person, and so he then says, quote, I went up and down areas with a kosh, a Irish word for a stick or okay. baton. Because there and, were some reports he was out there with a gun, and that's not true. Well, the, not at the, all. the quote was that he had a kosh. Okay. Uh, and he was just hoping that he'd be approached by somebody, he, and that he did maybe for a week, hoping for some, so he was, he quote, was, he unquote, was... black bastard would come out of a pub and have a go at him. Uh, and he says he, he is ashamed that he felt that way. And he, he also deeply regrets uh, having felt that way, he said, for a week or so. And how long ago was that? Oh, that, that would have been about probably 70s, I believe he said, like the 60s, 70s. Okay. So this was a while ago. This was like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting because unlike... A lot of things that come out today, he voluntarily gave this information up. Mm -hmm. And I think he did so in good faith of like, yeah, you know, this was a long time ago. I did something stupid. I regret it. I've learned from it. I moved on. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people took this as an opportunity to, I don't know, like bash him. Throw him back. Go at at him Mm -hmm. and take this out on him. So I want to talk about this, but I kind of want to talk about in our society right now, you know, there's no rules, like we were saying earlier off, off air, about, you know, this court of public opinions. You know, there's no rules. How, what, what's the statute of limitations on when someone does something? When, you know, can, he, when he, can they come back? When can they come back? When can they learn? When are they allowed to learn from their mistakes and be better? Yeah, what is the quote-unquote jail time served 
on yeah. a on someone who didn't break any laws that we have. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it was his opinion, and then at the time he was like, "Well, this is the way I feel, and I'm sorry, but if you know a friend of mine came up and said the same things, I would definitely want to go out for revenge." And it's a knee jerk reaction he had, and he regrets doing it. So, and what I've what I've kind of posed to people talking about this is I've I've said you know you know aren't, isn't that, aren't aren't we supposed to be you know wanting people to come back you know if somebody is, is you know is a, was you know a, is a white supremacist or was a white supremacist isn't the goal is to bring them back is to show them this is the right way of thinking not that and so if 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 is that not what we expect you know is that not what we want from people like that well, and even furthermore, we're taking culture completely out of the equation, not just from the time period in which this took place, but also the country. This was not, he wasn't in America doing mm-hmm. this. You know, this, <laughs> this is in a place that historically has had a lot of problem with racism as well. And so you look at the timeline, you look at the culture of where he was at, and as usual, something that we've talked about a lot, you know, we get really aggravated when people try and hold, you know, historical figures by today's standards you know Mm -hmm. like no no no, you need to judge a person by the time in which they occupied that space you know so when we take all that into account and the fact that he didn't do anything you know and the fact that he voluntarily gave this up it's not like somebody went through some of his old tweets from the (laughs) 70s where he's like oh i can't believe this you know i'm (laughs) out for revenge blah blah blah. no no he's like you know this is how i used to feel i don't feel this way anymore obviously and you know i've moved on i don't know I don't know. I mean, now, I mean, now, is this something that we all would say would resonate? Like, if if somebody you were close to got raped, you know, would you go out looking for somebody, you know, to, you know, I think that's the issue, though, too, is is that he wasn't looking for the rapist. Yeah. He was looking he was for anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. he was just ready to go fight somebody. Yeah. He, he was just angry, you know. And I think that's what a lot of people take issue with. It wasn't... If if it was saying he he took he took his billy club and he was out there looking for the rapist, you know, taken style, like yeah, then then I think I feel like maybe if that was what kind of happened, I feel like it might maybe it wouldn't have been a story, or yeah. it might have it might have still been a story if he had brought the race card into it, even still. Mm-hmm. But you can open the door. You can let him in. Um, that's Pudge, by the way. Anybody that's listening. Pudgecat wants in on the uh, on the podcast. This is now the Pudgecast. But <laughs> Snap Crackle Pudgecast. Yeah. But I still think it would have been an issue if he had brought the race card in, but it might not have been as big of an issue. I agree. That that's probably the biggest fallacy. Even though it's still a fallacy to go out for revenge. There's a reason we have laws. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that, you know, I don't know. You go about these things the legal way. So And and not to mention, um, from a psychological point of view, you know, I mean, he was, I mean, it, it, he was clearly like emotionally traumatized by the rape of his friend, you know? So I like, I'm, Which I'm, I think a lot of people would have been. been. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I, you know, it, are, are, is it, if somebody is depressed and they sleep in bed all day, you know what I mean? Like we give them the benefit of like, it's their mental health, you know, and, and he's not getting that here. Yeah. I feel like. No, no, no. Yeah, people throw that. People throw that out of the water. I mean, yeah. they, they, it's it's only it's only they only they only apply those things when it's it fits their narrative. 
And I think oftentimes people are looking in our culture for a reason to be outraged. I think that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. And I think they pounced on this guy unfairly. You know, I think it, yeah. it took a lot of guts for him to come out and say, hey, you know, I, I felt this way. Mm-hmm. I no longer feel this way. Nothing happened of it, but this is what, you know, I've had so much rage in mm-hmm. me that this is what I wanted to do. And I don't know, we took it out on him. So furthermore then, so what do you guys think the antidote is so that this doesn't happen anymore? Well, I think it's understanding, you know what I mean? One, you know, in his position, maybe understand that not every black person is the same, you know what I mean? Like, the guy that he could have potentially beat up could have been, like... An innocent person. Yeah. And vice versa, understand how he felt, you know, in that moment and in that time and, you know, what he was going through, you know what I mean? So I, I think kind of understanding the points of views and who other people are and stuff like that. Tim, I mean, you've seen, you've seen a lot of cultural changes. I mean, yeah. you grew up in Tennessee... You grew up in Michigan. I mean, you've been kind of all over the country. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen. I mean, and you know, having been, you know, Irish people generally live in Boston. So, I mean, I've been up there, not to throw Boston under the bus, but I mean, and there's just people. I, that, I always look for an excuse to throw yeah, Boston no. under the bus. <laughs> the people that live there think that that's a. That's a like a, a personality trait, like that they're from the, Boston. Yeah, well, it's very people, annoying. people from Boston are just like it's very people annoying. from Texas. And, and name yeah. one, and name one sports town worse than Boston. New York. No. Yeah, no New way. York's pretty bad because they're just as passionate, but they don't have the championships. <laughs> well, I mean, in general, in all sports, the the Yankees have like thirty six championships. No, well, I mean sports people care about. but let's get back to it what i was saying the reason i brought up tennessee and michigan is i think that they have two different kind of dichotomies right they have two different like populations one is very like typical southern one is not typical southern so with you growing up in those two different two different environments what do you think you know maybe specifically to the race card that people are claiming you know that he made here where was a white guy going after a black guy i mean what do you think what do you think we can do better about all this as, as a society, I guess? My opinion, probably calm down. I mean, it's not as bad as most people make it out to be. So, I mean... Are, are, one, you, are you referring to, like, what he did? Well, not what he did. No, no, no. This is about it, how do you think we can do better so that, like, if someone says, like you were saying, like, oh, you know, I want to be better, then how do we react to that? And I just meant, I'm sure Tim has seen a lot of cultural changes over you know his time in both those places mm-hmm. yeah i mean growing up in south canada we'll call it <laughs> um you know that there's everybody's nice that you know everybody is helpful to each other you know and if i mean i grew up in a small town so if one person did something wrong to a friend or something and wanted to go get revenge there was a lot of people that was you know it was not a lynch mob mentality, but you know they everybody would band together, and but they would be looking for the person that perpetrated it, not just anybody. Mm-hmm. So they that still sounds scary to me, though. It is. Um, and then obviously living in Middle Tennessee for thirty some odd years, they you know there were there was a lot of people, a, a lot of chances I got to see in high school where 
somebody said something about somebody's girlfriend or myself, for instance, sitting in class, some guy was like, what are you looking at? And I was like, I don't know. I'll figure it out and I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And he then later on, you know, after school, people were talking to him saying that I was saying stuff about him, you know, and he kicked the crap out of me. But, you know, he was just looking for an excuse. Do I have any ill feelings about it? No. You know, karma's a karma's karma. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm probably way off topic with this, but. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Welcome to derailed people. So, having so, said all of that, I mean, what, what I, I think what I'm trying to get to here is instead of us being a reactionary culture, instead of us having this mob mentality, right? How do you guys think we can get away from that and accept people who are a little less than perfect in society? Because the answer is nobody's perfect. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to say, oh, well, somebody smoked cigarettes and this guy tried to, you know, walk around with a club and kill black people. I'm not saying those two are the same, but I'm saying we all have shortcomings. And at one point or another, someone's going to screw up. And if it's not something that is the law, right, in this instance where a law wasn't broken, how do we figure out when it's okay for them to come back into the fold? And I don't think there's any real answer education for that. You know, you know, there's um, a comedian that I follow pretty regularly on Twitter. He talked about the same topic on his his own podcast, and it was, um, you know, they're information, not education. Mm-hmm. So everybody is flooded with information, but nobody is educated about the information that they're getting. You know, a lot, a lot of people, there are so many websites and news sites that just take anything and make whatever they want out of it. So whether they are factual in their information or not, you know, ed- or yeah, education on a topic and having understanding of what the moment was, I think, is a way to go. That's one way. Uh just like I said earlier, just kind of empathy, understanding what, you know where somebody's coming from, trying to understand how they felt, and you know what would you do in that situation? You know, at, at least in this, you know, for you know, because even as far as people coming back, look at in season. Sorry, you know, what I mean that, that was a weird situation. That's a whole different. It's a it's different, but completely it's, different. But what I'm saying is, you know. And put, people put, still, but people still aren't happy that he's yeah doing things. But put yourself. But that's the vocal minority. But what I'm yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Put yourself in their shoes, you know, and that in that situation, you know, kind of like that empathy and you know how I like think. I think, think yeah, along those lines, I would just say perspective would be my answer. Yeah, and it's hard to have perspective. That's the when, real kicker when everything when everything is constantly you know like everything's on Twitter all the time everything you know and like i said we incentivize we incentivize being upset right now the more upset you are the higher your social status so for people to be upset about this 
I think they find a way to turn that into some form of social currency, and they can say, oh, my gosh, this guy needs to be blacklisted, and this guy needs to be this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And especially in an age where everybody has a blog, has social media. Well, that's media, what I'm saying. That's everybody's what I'm saying. a writer. Like, like, not just, like, when I say a social currency, I don't even mean just, like, some metaphysical thing. I mean, they can literally turn that into monetary mm-hmm. gains with clicks and likes and subscribes and all that other stuff. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 tough. You know, it's tough when the law hasn't been broken, but the court of public opinion feels like you've done something terribly, terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I think the real answer is that it's not up to us to say when someone can come back. I think that's the real answer. Because if we're going to say, oh, well, we get to decide, like, I don't know, then we're going back to the mob mentality that the apparently tribunal. Tim grew up, grew up in. <laughs> the the public, the public he, court tribunal, you know. <laughs> yeah, if he exactly. puts out a, a bang out smash up movie that's really good, people won't care anymore. No, I, I, I think it's beyond that. I think it's beyond that. I do. I do. People, people go to bad movies all the time because they agree with the message. Are you kidding me? People avoid a, a good movie if they feel like someone in it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't speak their language or doesn't, you know, do the things that they think they should do. So. I don't know. All right. The next topic, just as fun. <laughs> Kareem Hunt was signed by the Cleveland Browns. Can we can can we just do a, a everybody a favor and not make it like a, a kicker joke? Because I feel like that's really been done out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like not just from like a comedic like entertainment standpoint. I feel like that joke Well, I wasn't gonna make any jokes. Ran its course. Because I called this, all right? Everybody in this room remembers when we were on our way to dinner. You're like, oh, his career's over. I was like, we, as far as sports stars go, we have a very short memory. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't, it hasn't even, well, okay, but, oh, yeah, Ray Lewis. But what I was going to say was, this brings up a very important point to me, okay? And that is, if you have, I always used to make the joke when we would play with random people online. I t- you know, I talk about the graph that I have where mm-hmm. my tolerance raises with your skill level. Hey, yep. Right? So if you're good enough at something, my tolerance of you goes up. If you're not, my tolerance goes down. And so people like to go to uh, Ray Rice a lot and say, oh, well, the yeah. Ray Rice thing happened. I'm like, he he didn't play another game because of the footage that came out. Right. He didn't play another game because he was already on the downturn. They They, they weren't going to... No team was going to spend, you know, the chance on the bad spin on, on yeah. signing him because his career was already on the downturn. And th- this is very similar to Ray Rice. It's very similar, but that's my point. Mm-hmm. They brought Kareem Hunt back because why? He's young and he's good. He's young and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's why they signed him. There's no other reason. There's no other reason. He is really talented at what he does, and this team brought him in. But this brings us back. All right, this brings us back. To a very similar point we were just talking about. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. When is it okay? But the difference here is a law was broken. That's right. Okay. Assault. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was broken. And the league that he's going to play for is also making its own investigation. You know, so not only does he still have legal ramifications, I don't know. he still has ethical ramifications with his with his you know company. But to, and then to tie this back into something else, because the NFL is an absolute joke and it's nothing but a league of rapists and murderers anyways. Mm-hmm. Just, what was it, last year with um, the other running back from 
the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott had a very similar thing, right? Now, I don't think there was any footage. No. But he ended up getting suspended for, what, three games? Yeah. How long six is, games, how I long, think, actually. How long has Kareem Hunt's missed how many games already? I think he's missed about six. Yeah, but that but that's also like he that wasn't him being suspended. No, 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 no I know. I know, but I'm just saying I wonder if the NFL is going to try and add that into their thing and say, oh, well, this, that, and the other. Although I don't see the NFL bending over backwards for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> so they might not help them out that much. But my point is, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott running back, same thing happened. There and were actual and, police charges now. This wasn't like a oh well maybe no, something. Actually, no, I thought he I thought his charges were dropped though. I didn't I thought he didn't have any They they were dropped, but this was like the third time they had been called out there. Yeah. It was all this similar stuff and then he had other off the field issues. So mm-hmm. it was like, all right, there's obviously a pattern here. You know, like there's a pattern here you can follow. With Kareem Hunt, just like with Ray Rice, there was footage. Okay. Yeah. So my thing is, let's say these charges get dropped. All right. The NFL won't care. They'll still suspend them. Maybe. Maybe. But let's say that they do. How long is that suspension worth? And is that suspension longer if you're not Kareem Hunt? Right. And I think the answer is that yes, it would be longer. If if it was a scapegoat that they can just, you know, hang out to dry. Well, we'll have to see see, because the NFL still hasn't, like, released, like, they're still doing, like, their, like, investigation. Which I don't know what there is to investigate. There's video footage. He did it. Yeah, he did it. He wasn't supposed to. Let's see what the legal ramifications are. And I think that's also what the NFL is waiting for. What's the course, what's what's going to be the court hearing? What's going to be the legal process of this? Which, if it, you know, if we follow the pattern of sports stars, it'll probably be a slap on the wrist. You know, I mean, once again, we not talked too about, hard, though, because you talk, don't want to hurt their wrist. We talked about perspective earlier. You know, they're like, oh, well, they were fined. I'm like, you can't. That means nothing. A fine means nothing to these people. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like it's money. That's like when the government, like just a couple months ago, handed down a fine to Google and it was like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars on something. And I'm like, oh, this just in. I got a nickel speeding ticket. Like, right. Right. <laughs> I learned my lesson, you know, and and. And that's and that's the, a lot of people take issue with with fines and stuff like that of yeah. doing that because a lot of rich people just see it as like that's the cost of doing that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, all right, and and I think that's what the NFL has done. But so many people said that his career was over, and I was like, it's not over. Someone's gonna sign him. Yeah. And but the reasoning behind that is is because he's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. So do I take more issue with the fact that the NFL hasn't? You know, hasn't done it, done away with him from their league, mm-hmm. which they can't because then I know a lot of people would stand up and say, "Well, what about this person? This person? This, this person? This person?" Next thing you know, there's only three teams left in the league, right? So I don't think they're going to do that. But am I more mad with the NFL for allowing it to happen, or am I more mad with the Browns doing it? But at the end of the day, the Browns GM or whoever made that final call, their job is, is to win football games, is to win football games, it, and, and to make money. Doing and to make it. money doing it, yeah, exactly. So you know, so I, I, I don't, I don't blame the Browns for signing them. I don't you know, know, but at but some I, point, I'm curious. You know, this is and this is like nothing we would probably ever get, but I'm curious if the Browns kind of, you know, I wonder if the NFL teams were like, all right, look, nobody signed this dude, kind of blackmailing him or not blackballing him. You know, what? And I wonder if the Browns kind of broke rank 
from that being like, yeah, screw that. We're, we're signing this guy. They could have, because I know the owner or one of the coaches of the Browns knew him in college. Mm -hmm. And that was what their statement that they released was talking about. Look, I've had a long relationship with him. He says he's, you know, he feels, you know, bad about what happened. He's going to change his ways and we're moving forward with him. And obviously they knew what they were doing because the moment that it was announced, they had a statement from the team and a statement from Kareem Hunt, like ready to go, you know, like justifying this is why we did it, which from a PR standpoint was really, really smart because the sooner you get over the hump, the sooner you move on and the sooner people forget. Well, also, I would like to point out that Greg Williams, okay, who is now coach of the Cleveland Browns, was the defensive coordinator that got suspended for from the Saints for uh, the head head hunting? Oh, he was a part of that. Yeah, he oh. was. He was the guy. He wasn't a part of it. he oh, was, he was it. the guy. <laughs> he, so he was. You know the the contracts. You know, like all right, go injure yeah, this dude. Bounty yeah. hunting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm. it is it is what it is. Like I said, I'm never. Cleveland I'm needs un- all they can get. I'm Basically. unfortunately. He also won a Super Bowl with them, so. I'm unfortunately not um, shocked or surprised anymore when this stuff comes about out about NFL players. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, which is unfortunate, but I'm just not. So at the at this point, just don't be uh, so unlucky to have an NFL player well, in, and, and you in, know in your, that you, you're close to. <laughs> you know who we should be talking about is the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm, they, yeah. Think about what they sacrificed this year by yeah. letting him go. By saying, hey, we we ain't dealing with that. And you know what? I don't even think it was so much the video footage. I'll take it a step further. I think it was that he lied about it. He, yeah, that's right. I they think, said I think he that lied was about the big if, thing. I think if he had come clean to them, which I still don't agree with this, but if he had come clean with them... He'd still be... I think, I think he would have been suspended still, but he would have still been on the Kansas City Chiefs, and they might have been playing for or have won a Super Bowl this year. Yeah. You mm-hmm. never know. Because mm-hmm. so the suspen- Kansas City Chiefs really are the happened. ones... Yeah, like that. Exactly. The Kansas City Chiefs are the ones that really sacrificed the most, unfortunately. Well, I mean, they had good running backs, though. Like, they didn't have no Kareem Hunt, but they, 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 their running game isn't what made them lose. No, no, no. I know, but going when you when you're when you're on a championship run, you don't take one of your best players, yeah. and just say, "Well, we don't need you." You right. know what I mean? Like, you want as many great pieces as you can get. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, good on good on Kansas City for letting him go. Although, like I said, I think it was more about the fact that he lied about it. Not that he did it, which right. is still concerning, but I don't know. It is what it is. Now so, I want to know why. Uh, why did you know? I mean, like I get like the Browns signing Kareem Hunt, like they wanted a superstar, but they already have like really good running backs. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It, it I mean, they, just, they they have a one-two punch in the backfield. That's what I'm saying with Nick Chubb and and. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing Nick Chubb, about? Nick Chubb and uh, was it Duke Johnson or yeah. whatever? Yeah, they're the one-two punch in the backfield. I don't, I don't get what I don't. I'm I, saying they were great together, weren't yeah, they? They were running back by yeah, committee. They were pretty good. Yeah, I, that's why I'm, it's it's just weird that they signed. Well, like I said, it goes back to Kareem Hunt still having obviously an amazing ability in the game of football, mm-hmm. and that's why they brought him back. You know, mm-hmm. and that's why Ray Rice wasn't brought back. <laughs> he was on the back end of his career. So now we get to leave these terribly, terribly, terrible topics. Terribly terrible topics? Yes. And go to something a little more exciting, which is an announcement that Hulu made with Marvel about some new 
animated shows. So, Tim, you were our man on the ground with the Hulu animated shows. So tell us what it's all about and why we should be excited. Why we should be excited? Um, hello, Marvel. And, yeah, Marvel. Woo-hoo! And Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hulu. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's five confirmed and five rumored. So we have a total of ten that could be coming. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so just the confirmed ones, then. Let's yeah. read off those. Okay, so confirmed. Hit monkey. Hit monkey. So those who don't know, it's basically a monkey version of John Wick. <laughs> Bubiega. There you go. So, and long ago, to bring up the past, um, James Gunn actually offered to, or was interested in bringing this to the big screen, you know, along with Guardians at there some point. So, you know, that, then he got interested in kids on Twitter. <laughs> tough go of it stay away from twitter kids that's right you know when your parents used to tell you all this is going on your permanent record twitter (laughs) is that permanent record (laughs) never forget elephants never forget neither does twitter that's right neither does the internet so what's it say about hit monkey um is the synopsis up there no it just it that's fine that's fine then go to the next one yeah it really doesn't give much on it um also confirmed tigra and dazzler the, uh, what a dazzling combination. Now, I like Dazzler. Okay. She is a rollerblading disco singer. All right. And that's all. I mean, come on. Tigra is pretty explanatory. It's like an anamorph. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an anamorph. The cover is like, like a, a little girl. Like, <laughs> Hey, those anamorph covers were amazing. Yeah, they were. <laughs> What is it? Tiger is a half cat, half human crime fighter, while Dazzler is a mutant hero, famous singer. I know. So I just yeah. said she was a disco singer, right? So, but she probably won't be a disco singer. In she the... better be a disco singer. I hope she or is. We're gonna storm the Hulu offices and dazzle them with our anger. That's right. We're gonna go in there in booty shorts and rollerblades <laughs> and show them how it's done. So that's gonna be executive produced with Erica Rivanoa and Chelsea Handler. There you go. Chelsea Handler's attached. Know the name. So. Name drop. Let's see. Confirmed. Uh, Once a breathing. I think. Uh, Mudik or Modok. Modok. Yeah. So can anyone tell me what Modok stands for? Extra points. You guys will get extra points if you can tell me what Modok is an acronym for. And no, you can't use your phones because I see you eyeing them. I don't no, know. No, sir. I'll I'll take the negative. machine only designed for killing or something like that. Oh, but I messed it up, man. And actually, I think it can be mutant. Like they change it up sometimes. It's mutant or machine only designed on killing or something like that. But it's pretty crazy. And he's a giant head. With baby arms yeah, and legs. It's like looking at a that turtle. Big, and who and who is attached to that one? Because I was more excited about this. Patton Oswald yeah, is Jordan attached Bloom to this, and Oswald. Yeah. which is great because Patton Oswald looks like Modoc already. <laughs> like I feel like a that, giant I mean, head why, with like little yeah, baby arms. Yeah, like his just his head. Lo- he looks like Modoc, so it's pretty cool. Confirmed. Howard the Duck. We're finally getting Howard. Gentlemen. Howard the Duck. Finally, yeah. Those that don't know, there was a movie back in the early '80s that was meh at best. It what was, do you mean meh? 
at best. No. A lot of people didn't like it. I a lot enjoyed of it didn't like personally. It. It's it's not that good of a movie, but I like it. It wasn't I mean, my favorite. I'm just saying, Leah Thompson is hot in that movie. My goodness, isn't that the girl from? Isn't that the mom from uh, Back yes. to the Future? Yes. It yes. Is. So we're getting Howard the Duck, and then Seth Green replies as his role as Howard. There you go. Very nice little MCU connection there. I like it a lot. And then to top it all off. Everybody gets to come together from all of those shows. They're going to team up and be called... The Offenders. The Offenders. There you go. And then Mm. it also says there's going to be in The Offenders, there's going to be the leader of The Offenders that they haven't told us who that's going to be. So a lot of people have speculated like Deadpool or like some crazy comic book character is going to have to lead this team. Yeah. So it's exciting. Because we still have the Deadpool animated series that they don't know where they're putting it yet. I don't even know if they're going to use it. So, Last I heard on it, they weren't going to use it. But uh, was there five episodes completed? So, I don't know. I mean, there, there's there been some stuff that's surfaced as far as what it looks like, and it looks amazing. I mean, it's it's traditional Deadpool, so. But back to these shows that are confirmed, what is everybody most looking forward to? Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck for you, yep. Morgan? Modoc, because I know he's a villain, so I'm I'm interested to see how they tie a known marvel villain into like this yeah. group of heroes it'll it'll be cool i think yeah i think um like howard the duck i don't i don't want to say i'm most excited for howard the duck because i kind of already know how that's gonna work and i love howard the duck so i kind of like it just expecting that one to be great mm-hmm. yeah so i'm kind of more excited yeah either for like hit monkey or <laughs> or uh modok just to see what's I, gonna go on with those. I, I would definitely lump hit monkey in there because i'm a huge john wick fan so <laughs> John Wick. They killed Hit Monkey's banana. <laughs> <laughs> they took his banana. Yeah, there you go. They took his banana. Now he's out for revenge. So that's cool. That's cool. I, I'm excited I, about those because I think if there's one thing we can say that Marvel has lacked compared to DC, it's been the animation department for sure. I think for that's sure. the one thing DC does better is the animation. So if Marvel can start to get into that, and it looks like they're obviously going at this 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 entire series, and of course the collection of those series and the Offenders, they're going at it very tongue-in-cheek. You know, they're taking a more comedic spin. It's on Hulu, so these might even be, it seems to me like they're going to be geared to an older audience. Like it doesn't seem like this is going to be like Saturday morning. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, the, well, children. This, they've pretty much confirmed, or Disney has it, that this is going to be their platform for all of their... Yeah. The Above harder content, PG thirteen yeah. stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Deadpool's going there. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. And will that all be animated? Yeah, they're all animated series. So, yeah. so oh, no, no, all, not 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 all the content. That's that what you're I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. All, all these shows are animated. But to your point, yeah, no, all these shows. Anything, are anything that's added in the future. So the idea would be when Disney launches their own streaming service, Disney Plus, all of the main Marvel content and Star Wars content and all that stuff's going on there. If big if. And asterisk, if those Netflix series were to ever be resuscitated and brought back, they would not be put on Disney Plus. They would be put on Hulu, Hulu because they, are... yeah, because Disney Plus is more like Disney's main flagship. Like, here's your family friendly. PG 13 is as hard as we're gonna go. Marvel Universe, you know, uh, Star Wars, all that stuff. Disney animated projects is gonna go, and then Hulu will be the kind of catch all for all the other weird stuff. And so, do you think that? Uh... They haven't announced that the Punisher or Jessica Jones is canceled yet, have they? No. They, I mean, 
it's it's inevitable. Maybe it's inevitable, I, but I mean they I, haven't announced it I yet, think, and they've. I don't think Netflix. There's, I think there's a chance that Netflix doesn't at least punish or uh, punish. Are the they going to punish the Punisher? Only because I feel like that's Punished. their their big pull for like a conservative, older. You know, I feel like I feel like a lot of shows don't really reach the people who are being a fan of that show. And I feel like that might be their way. That's just, that's just me speculating. Maybe. It could be also be a fever dream for me to if keep they, the Punisher. Yeah, it's probably that. If they want to eat, reach uh, older conservatives, they have the ranch with Ashton Kutcher on there. That's true. Okay, so that's they, true. Got, didn't that didn't that get canceled? <laughs> no, no, no. It's no. probably yes. It pe- uh, people watch it. They love. We are in a bubble. We are in a bubble. We are not. The, we are it. not most people. We are not most people. I most people love one that episode show. of that show. And people, really yeah, love it. They yeah, identify yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was waiting so. for him to come out and be like, gotcha. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, so I, I think it's inevitable both Jessica Jones and Punisher are going to be canceled, unfortunately. Those are two of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to happen. And then down the line, I mean, years from now, at least two, but much longer than that, realistically, Hulu might be the home for that. They're obviously going to be the home for uh, the, offenders. the offenders. And I can't mm-hmm. wait. And then, and, then, and then hopefully we get the ultimate crossover with the Defenders, Avengers, and Offenders. Oh. That'll be exciting. All right. So now we're going to keep it in the Disney family here, and we're going to talk about the Aladdin special look trailer. And it's called the special look trailer because Disney has just like 20 films coming out this year. Mm-hmm. So you get like a teaser, then you get a special look, and then you get a slightly longer teaser, and then you finally get the first Official trailer. So this is the special look trailer for Aladdin, and I I, I know it it had a lot of buzz because everyone said it's our first real look at the genie. So I was excited. Um, before it, we before we get to the genie though, I just want to say prior to the genie, which is their big money shot at the end, it's their trailer stinger mm-hmm. that they want to leave you with that everyone's going to talk about. I thought the rest, besides Jafar's voice, I thought the rest of the visuals, at least in that trailer, were awesome. It looks like, great. When they show the parade, when he's coming back in, you know, after he's made his wish and he's the prince yeah. or whatever, they show the parade, like the visuals, everything looks great. Jasmine looks great. Like I saw the her tiger. I saw, I was like, oh, this is so cool. This looks great. And then it happened. He rubbed the lamp. And what happened? It was a low and Will Smith. That's a Pokemon joke for you guys who don't play Pokemon apparently well, at this podcast. I feel like. He should have been kept in the oven a little longer. I don't feel like it was fully baked. <laughs> yeah. And I told you guys before, it does look awful. It looks terrible. And and this isn't just us. Like this is the general consensus. And I, I put this firmly on Disney for saying, all right, this is I mean, they knew that was the buzz coming in. You know, that was all their tweets on Twitter I saw after it posted, like, oh, finally get a look at Will Smith, like their official Twitter accounts mm-hmm. and everything. They knew that was the big thing. And I'm like, this is what you do. Push it back. Let him let him render out a couple hundred more times before we put that on mm-hmm. there. Because, I, like I said, I have the utmost faith that in the final film, he's going to look better. Okay, I don't think this is the final look. I don't think it's finished. But they're the ones that said, this is your first look at the genie. Right. They're the ones that put that on us. All right? It's not our fault that they made that the giant money shot. There's somebody at Disney going, oh, yeah, no, that's good. And then... Literally After it aired was like, oh, I gotta pack my. Literally, it fire. reminded me <laughs> yeah. of the Casper movie, <laughs> like the, the live uh. action Casper movie, which I love. I have a soft spot in my heart for that film. Mm-hmm. But you know, you don't go to that film for great 